Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. I thought a lot about how I would open the show today. I thought of just saying, are you all about uh, done with this nonsense? I thought about that. And I decided to put this together. So what I would ask you to do is just uh, real quick, just kind of slow down what you're doing. Pay a little bit of attention. Make sure to go to the podcast today when we do it. And uh, and make sure to share it. I'm going to start things off with uh, a gentleman who's been gone around 11 years, Andrew Bitebart. He was an amazing man. I never had a chance to meet him. But he was a fighter. And he realized what we were up against in the United States of America with regard to the uh, the left and the Maoist slash Marxist slash Stalinistic slash Hitlerian uh, takeover of the country. And there are elements to all of it. There are elements of each of those regimes in uh, in action right now. Everything from Stalin's disinformation to Hitler's Reichstag, which I said was January the 6th, to Mao's cultural revolution and the silencing of freedom of speech, kowtowing until you say what the government wants. And then we got Joe Biden, the most corrupt president in the history of the United States. Hundreds of bank records, LLCs, tens of millions of dollars, evidence of pay-for-play, evidence the Democrat Party has been involved in electioneering since Barack Obama was the president. He started all of this. 2016, the FBI was actively involved, working with the Democrat Party, Hillary Clinton, to throw the 2016 election. We had the midterms where there was a red wave coming. And what happened? Donald Trump's home gets raided, gets raided by the FBI, despite the fact that Joe Biden and Mike Pence both had classified documents in their possession, and they were not entitled to them. There was no reason for them to have them. Hillary Clinton, the same thing. No reason, no legal reason to have them. And lo and behold, in 2020, what happens? The biggest story in the history of the country detailing the immense, gigantic, earth-shattering corruption of Joe Biden and his family literally shut down by the same people who tried to throw 2016 shut down and also 51 former intel agents knew it was a lie they knew that Hunter Biden's laptop was real everything in it was real and they said it was Russian disinformation and they effectively threw the 2020 election that is not a fair election 
That means this president is not legit. Let's start the show, shall we? All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, f*** you. is the day of insurrection, not January 6th. A weaponized U.S. attorney, a weaponized attorney general of the United States have unleashed the full force of the United States government against a former president, the leading Republican nominee to take on the existing president. We have never seen anything like this in the United States. We saw it under Stalin. We've seen it in other uh, autocracies, Marxist regimes, fascist regimes, the third world. But they have taken the United States of America and they have dragged us into a hellhole. This is embarrassing. It's humiliating. And I'm going to tell you something. There are tens of millions of us. You have crossed the Rubicon twice, which has never been done. And we will never forgive you. Never, ever. And that's the bottom line. I'm done. The people sing, singing a song of Donald's round and America. Indict him at your peril, and next year you'll get thumped. Jack Smith is a left-wing hack. The man's a real disgrace. This is sure to blow up in his face. Jim Gossett. Are we still America, or is this a third-world state? Where you're allowed to prosecute the people that you hate. We must stop them all before it's too late. Do you hear the people scream? Stop this insanity. Concocting lame indictments, cause Trump's your enemy. It proves that you're afraid, afraid of Donald's run. Cause when he's reelected, you're all done. I am your voice. I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not gonna let this the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the FISA Court. We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates, the CDC, the NIA, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci.
politicians and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Pelosi. We're fed up with the January 6th Commission and those people who think that they can gaslight us. We're fed up with Liz Cheney. say we change that date to July 4th, 2023. How about you? When I said a few weeks ago that Republican candidates who jump into this race were at an unfair advantage, it wasn't because Donald Trump is polling so high, although that is the result of it. The other candidates are not running against a candidate. They're running against a movement. They're running against uh, supporters who started off with tepid support. I remember when Donald Trump announced his presidency, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a punchline. I, I, I saw him come down the escalator. I was like, okay, wow, he was on The Apprentice. I, I'm familiar with Donald Trump. And I looked at other candidates. For some reason, I was looking at candidates like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio. I went and see them speak. And then I gradually saw them fall away. And then I gradually began to realize what Donald Trump was saying and what it meant. And Donald Trump, when he won the election, I remember, even my son said my monologue on the radio was amazing because I recognized that the people of the United States, the average people of the United States, felt like they had been abandoned by Washington, D.C. I was fired from that job not soon thereafter, and I stayed off of the air officially until after Joe Biden became the president of the United States. And I had to sell cars for a living, and it reconnected me to who I was before media. And it reconnected me with those who have to every day get up and wonder how they're going to make a living every day, wondering if their fields are going to produce what they need by the end of the season or whether their families are going to suffer And then for the last couple of years, I've seen abuses and usurpations that I could have never imagined, not only of Donald Trump, but of you and me. With COVID lockdowns, with the shutdown of freedom of speech on all venues and a media, a news media that played along, everyone telling that our opinions were disinformation and misinformation all the while the president of the United States who was duly elected, even though in 2016 the Democrat Party and the FBI and the DOJ attempted to take him down, he was able to get things done. The summer of 2020, I said that the reason why 2020 exists is because it's 2020, meaning that all of the nonsense that started, beginning with Donald Trump's inauguration day with violence and a car being set fire and people saying they wanted to storm the White House, it really started. But I really had no idea what we were up against until Joe Biden became the president. I knew that things were going to be uh, very bad. I knew that it would be a matter of either getting to the midterms or the the end of his presidency with uh, as little damage as possible. I never would have imagined the amount of damage that our federal government could do for everything. 
to everyone from energy independence to our southern border to crime in our major cities to our justice system that favors one side and that would be democrats the censorship of speech that has been uncovered is stalinistic and it was designed after joseph stalin that's where the word disinformation came from and so i don't look at this as the indictment of donald trump although this is an extraordinary moment it is and it cannot be lost on pundits and candidates like chris christie who want to just wait for this thing to work its way out this is an intentional act by a president of the united states and a slavish leftist justice department to interfere in election again Except for this time, they want to put the man who's running against Joe Biden in prison for the rest of his life. And so I'm not going to take it anymore. I am done. I have no uh, amount of energy in me to discuss and uh, uh, d any sort of details with regard to this case. I realize it is fraudulent because... Not only did it happen on the day that the biggest bombshell in American political history with regard to the absolute corruption of the man in office in the White House and his family, once again the Justice Department indicts a president, an ex-president, for the second time in history if you do not include the indictment of Ulysses Grant for a minor traffic offense. There is a reason behind this. It is purely political. And it isn't just about Donald Trump. It's about you. And I'm talking about you as Democrats and as Republicans. I'm talking about you as conservatives and liberals. Because the Democrat Party and the deep state does not care about you. All they care about is their position, their power, and your money. Here's the number if you'd like to chime in today. It's 800-922-6680. I have much audio to get to, and I've got good news. I've got very good news. This show is not going to be about anger today. It's going to be about determination, and it's going to be about positivity and about good winning, because it will but that doesn't mean we don't have to fight. Let's take a break. You are listening to a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. The D.C. swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. It's The Rob Carson Show. So the President of the United States and his corrupt, uh, his corrupt Attorney General signed off on an attack on... Uh, on uh, Donald Trump, an ex-president, uh, for the second time, and I, I'm not going to really include the uh, the indictment of uh, Ulysses S. Grant because he was literally uh, indicted for riding too fast on horseback. So it's always been uh, this forbidden fruit because uh, it would make us very third world if we just went after ex-leaders that we disagreed with after a stolen election so they could never run again, you see.
I don't think the founders had that in mind. The positive is that uh, these charges uh, against Donald Trump, we all know, are false. Everyone knows they are patently false and political, considering uh, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Mike Pence, among others, have had massive amounts, and Barack Obama, massive amounts of classified documents in their possession after leaving office. Only two of the people involved here were president who were able to do that. Barack Obama, I guess Bill Clinton, by the way, protected by uh, precedents. Bill Clinton had classified documents as well. So Clinton, uh, Donald Trump, and Barack Obama. Mike Pence should not have had them. His case was dismissed last week so he could declare his candidacy for president. He will never be the president. So if you have a Mike Pence bumper sticker on your car, uh, if you want to sell the car, I take the sticker off because it's going to go down in value pretty dramatically. All right. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Joe Biden, who was not the president when he started taking classified documents from the Capitol in 1974, one year after he got into office. So these faux charges will pale by comparison to what was unveiled, which was one Form 1023 that was told to lawmakers by a whistleblower that was written and filled out by an informant, a very important informant in the FBI who was a reliable source. The 1023 was given to the FBI in 2017, and the FBI has done nothing about it since. The FBI has also had Hunter Biden's laptop since 2019, and they have done nothing about it ever since. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are under numerous criminal investigations right now. The FBI has sat on those investigations, and the DOJ literally fired the people in charge of one of the investigations, that of the IRS, with regard to Hunter Biden getting money that was presumably through or for Joe Biden and his family. And uh, in exchange for services rendered, we also have uh, the, the case that was, and by the way, all those prosecutors, all of the people in charge were fired by the DOJ, not the, not the IRS. So we have a weaponized uh, departments of the federal government. We have a uh, political weaponization going on to prevent Donald Trump from running for president again. Now, here's some of the good news. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about what Joe Biden has received. I feel like we're winning, and we won some today when everyone feels like we're losing, especially with this indictment of President Trump and this this document hoax. Listen. But what we read today in the skiff, and I wanted I want to let everyone know, I filed articles of impeachment on Joe Biden's inauguration day exactly for this Burisma pay to play schemes. Yep. And when he was vice president, we now know through the F D ten twenty three form that we read today that Joe Biden was paid five million dollars. Yes. Along with Hunter Biden being paid five million dollars in order to get Victor Shokin fired so that he would not be investigating Burisma anymore. And Hunter Biden was working very hard to get Burisma 
to buy a U.S. oil and gas company. Don't believe me? Here's Joe Biden. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had it. They walked out to the press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. And they fired the prosecutor and the evidence is right there. Right there, ladies and gentlemen, we will win. Your call's welcome, 800-922-6680. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. In the dead of night, you're lying in bed. Suddenly, you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 T-Tip-Up pistol from EAA Corp. and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength disabilities or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back, and you're ready to fire. That is pretty ingenious, actually. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense. Complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp. distributors. Starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. EAACorp.com. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. $2 loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had it. They were walking out to press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. Yeah, it's a punchline uh, now, or then, I should say, Joe Biden actually laughing at uh, getting a prosecutor fired who was investigating a Ukrainian gas company. And he got a pretty good return on their money. They only had to give Hunter Biden and Joe Biden $5 million apiece to get uh, $1 billion in loan guarantees. I would suggest that every way that we are involved in Ukraine right now needs to be looked at critically, including the de facto war with Russia that we're doing right now. Everything has to be suspect. All of this nonsense about uh, the the leader of Ukraine coming to our Congress, draping a flag over the podium, and uh, this faux sense of of uh, patriotism with regard to Ukraine that none of America caught on to. There were a few people who put up the Ukrainian flag and all that, but that faded pretty fast because it was forced upon us. Nobody ever felt it in their hearts. Nobody ever did because nobody cares about Ukraine. And now we know why the federal government and the deep state cares so much about them. 
because they've given $120 billion of our tax money to Ukraine to fight a de facto war with Russia, and they won't give us an itemized list. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Christina Zish is on the phone. She is a newsman anchor. She works with Bob Sellers. I watch her every single day, and she joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Katrina, how are you? Hi, Rob. I'm great. Always happy to be with you. Well, it is uh, great to have you back on, and uh, this has been such an incredible last couple of years. And as a uh, as a news anchor, uh, I think that it, I, I I can't recall a time that has been more important to the future of the country, and also a more tumultuous time in our history. Uh, it's got to be, you know, I know what it's like as a as a talk show host, um, but as a news anchor, every day they get to see you. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the last couple of years. Then I want your thoughts on uh, what went down yesterday with uh, Joe Biden's uh, 1023 form being exposed, all of the uh, corruption of the Biden family, and then uh, uh, Donald Trump being indicted again, this time federally. So let's talk about yeah. the last couple of years on the news. Um, tell me about sure. your experience. Yeah, you know, really, it, it has gone from, uh, I, you know, to use, use a cliche, politics as usual, which you sort yeah. of get used to when you're talking about, you know, politicians, yes, they, they uh, go after each other, but it usually is with some level of respect, and at the end of the day, they still say, okay, we may see things differently, but, you know, we're going to get along for the good of the country. It has gone completely haywire. Things have become, become increasingly polarized. And I think, unfortunately, things have just become nasty. Things have become disrespectful. Yeah. I think things have gone very much against American values, uh, what yeah. Americans value in their leaders, which yes. is honesty, transparency, and fundamentally trusting that our elected officials are there for the good of the people. And it yeah. seems, especially with this Biden administration and how they are politicizing so many of our branches of, of government uh, that they really are only out for themselves and yes. only out to ensure that no matter what happens, whether it's legal or not, they will retain power over our country. And I feel that we've gone to a scary place. You know, uh, you mentioned as, as a new thing, you know, we interview a lot of people on both sides of the aisle. We even have Democrats on our air who just say, this it doesn't look good. This feels corrupt. This shouldn't be happening. You know, why are our borders opening are, are open? Is there an economic gain to the Democrat Party? Are they just trying to get future voters? Uh, there always seems, as, as you were referencing, an ulterior motive. You referenced that with Ukraine when you were discussing uh, President Biden and, 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 you know, the gains that he got for his family. The ulterior motives have become dangerous and in many cases uh, as we're learning very likely illegal i thought yesterday was um I, I knew something was going to happen when i and everybody thought it was going to happen monday when there was talk about uh the 1023 details coming out and then it, again on uh, on thursday we knew something was going to happen but yesterday right. even this i think caught a lot of people by surprise seven charges using the espionage act that could and and will not by the way uh put donald trump in prison for 100 years but it is just so painfully obviously political considering the fact that the only way these charges would have happened and happened on the day that they happened was at the direction of the President of the United States and his Attorney General. 
Yes, I mean, the timing, uh, of course, is a little bit too convenient um, <laughs> as we're, we, you know, we learn more about Joe Biden and, and uh, you know, what may be going on, what may have happened with, with his finances and that document, of course, that uh, James Comer has worked so hard to gain access to. And yeah. it's sort of one of those bait and switch. It's, it's a distraction. So yes. here's the day that we indict uh, for the first time in history a former president of the United States and um, the front runner of a major party in the United States. And also the fact that you have it just also, you know, Rob, I always think if I were watching a movie and this scenario happened, would I say, OK, that would never happen in real life. And I feel <laughs> like I'm watching one of those movies yeah. where it's like, OK, so you actually have. Uh, an American sitting president, uh, his administration is directly going after his biggest competition for the next election. That would <laughs> never happen in America. Come on. Yeah. And yeah. And then also, the and, and then also you look at the, uh, the DOJ and the Democrat party and the deep state and uh, big tech and the, and the big media going after Donald Trump for seven years, a Durham report that just came out that one of the l- biggest lies parroted by the media unforgivingly be the, by the way, nobody has ever apologized for Russia collusion. And it was a hoax. It was a hoax. We spent millions and millions of tax dollars on this. And the sick thing about it is the media knew about it. The, the power, that be in Washington knew about it. The 51 signers of the Intel letter saying that uh, the the laptop was Russian disinformation. They all knew this, Katrina. And I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, you can say what you want about the uh, the two events that happened yesterday, but the people know that uh, the system is rigged against one candidate and one party and for the other. And and the honestly, we're getting to the point where the evidence is so overwhelming, we're not going to just debate this anymore we are going to fight over it not physically but we're we're we are girded for a war of ideologies with those who would take our freedom away and our and our uh, representation yeah i think that's a great point and i I think what the the uh you know extreme the liberals haven't realized americans aren't stupid uh i I think (laughs) I, i think they're so out of touch at this point um and they're so stuck in their own elite echo chamber where they just keep repeating the things that they believe and they want to hear that they have completely lost touch with american people and they also forget they only have their jobs because the american people have hired them um and i think that's where we have a real problem here and because they are seeking such absolute power and clearly will do anything they can to maintain that power um, that's where I feel that our, our democracy is in danger. And, of course, at the drop of a hat, they say, oh, these uh, MAGA extremists and the Republicans are a threat to democracy. No, actually, it's the other way around. And it, it seems like they, again, continue to think that Americans are dumb. And to your point, Rob, no, we're going to be at a serious ideological uh, tipping point, so to yes. speak, now, where something has to happen and it's getting more and more dangerous and more and yes. more scary. Americans yeah. don't want to be socialists, but that's the direction this administration and the liberals are trying to push us. And it is so evident from what's going on in our schools uh, yes. to the border to even, as you mentioned, uh, what's going on in Ukraine. It's not about protecting Americans. It's not even about protecting or helping Ukraine be free from a tyrannical Russia. It is really all about self-interest at this point. And again, that's yeah. when it gets dangerous. 
It is uh, a bizarre time, and, and I don't believe any of this is organic. Uh, for instance, the uh, uh, radical LGBTQ movement, which has hijacked all the good work of the uh, of the gay rights movement. Um, yeah. You know, and and honestly, you as a woman, I would assume uh, I, I'm not sure exactly why women were so afraid and so tepid originally to speak out loudly about uh, transgendered athletes competing against them or women uh, replacing them as woman of the year by men who've been women supposedly for a year or two um what are your thoughts about that as as someone who is a as a woman uh with the assault on women in this country which i would consider as a bad as a as a taliban attack to be quite honest when you look at what it's doing to women as an excellent point of a point here i mean especially you know women have fought for so long to be considered equal to have equal opportunity equal pay equal all of those things some women will say we're not there yet but then we're going almost backwards, um, and to me it comes down to biology. I don't care what your pronouns are. I don't care how you identify. I don't care who you marry, what you do in the bedroom. I really don't care. But what I don't think is fair is when you simply ignore the science. To me, biologically, how you were born, that's what you are. Period. Like, there should be no further discussion. And the fact that we're seeing, uh, you know, teachers fired and female athletes, accomplished female athletes, canceled and attacked and vilified for simply stating something that is practical and scientifically true, uh, like Riley Gaines, for example, uh, that biological males simply shouldn't be competing against biological females. That's really the only way it should be described. Not a trans man, a trans woman. Who cares? What are you biologically? That is the lane you get in if you want to compete in sports. Period. You know, the uh, the other thing is that, uh, that to add insult to injury, the reason why they're going after women is the same reason they, the left goes after Christians, because they know that they can get away with it. They they feel like uh, you are weaker. I'm just going to tell you, that's the reason why, Katrina. They feel like women are weaker. That's what this oh. is. Uh, it, of course it is. They feel like they can get I away thought, with I it. I hadn't thought about it that way. They wouldn't, they wouldn't I, do I, it I, to I, a I, man. I, you know why? Hold on. Let me finish my thought. Katrina, hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. My thought. They wouldn't do this to a man in a locker room because get, they'd get their faces punched in. Yeah. They do it to women because they think women are weak. They do the same thing. They would never consider burning a Koran in a public circle because they know they would ignite the world. But they do it to Christians because they think they're weak. And I think everybody who's been on the receiving end of this nonsense from the left is ready to fight against it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I know. I, I was joking with you, and I was saying I hadn't thought about it that way. I think it's also because I'm a pretty tough woman, and I, you know, I think I would, I, I wouldn't have any problem speaking up. But I think there, I think there's absolutely something to that, and I, I appreciate you giving me. Something, something else to think about, but I agree. I think people are being pushed to a point, whether it's women, whether it's Christians, or both of those groups and beyond, yes. whether, you know, and conservatives. I do think we are being pushed to a point where we're going to say enough is enough. And, you know, I, I hope that will happen with the coming election. I even, you know, living here in New York City, it's, it's mm. you know, I, I have liberal friends, a lot of them, and they say, how can we clean the city up? How can we get crime under control, the homeless problem? And I said, well, guess what? You're going to have to vote for a Republican. Like, sorry, yes. that's simply yes. what you're going to have to do. But they are so ideologically uh, hijacked by, by their very own party that they simply can't be practical 
about what the solutions are. Now, Katrina, you live in New York City, and I, I, you know, I would actually think that the smog coming down from Canada might be a relief because you can't smell the pot smoke anymore. Uh, how is the <laughs> air quality in New York? How is it today, by the way? It is so much better. It's Ugh. one of those, uh, yeah, The uh, it's going to be a bright, sunny day. I can see clearly now. Uh, yeah, you know what? The next time, it, it's people, people who are coming in here, landing here, visiting, they go, I, I believe I requested a non-smoking continent. Uh, can I can I be resetted away from Canada? Would you mind real quick here? Uh, that, Katrina. No, that's funny. I mean, but, it's, it, you know, listen, a, a group of us, a bunch of, of Newsmaxers were planning to go to a Yankees game last night. We were yes. the, the one the night before had been canceled because of the yeah. air quality. We were planning to go last night. It was still so bad when we were done with work that we all said, uh, and we opted out. And uh, there was yeah. barely anybody in Yankee Stadium. You know, and that's just that. When, when diehard yeah. loyal New Yorkers are skipping out on a Yankee game because of uh, wildfire smoke from Canada, you know it's bad. Yeah, the only thing that can empty a stadium more is uh, a pride night at this point. Uh, I think that'd be number one. <laughs> but, you know, and you got the guy last night singing the national anthem with, oh, say, <laughs> they literally had to just go to the game. Okay, let's throw out the first pitch. Katrina Zish, I greatly appreciate your time today. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. I enjoy watching you frequently, unfortunately, with the volume down because you're on while I'm doing my show prep. I do turn it up all the time, uh, and I do admire what you do. Thank you for joining me. Thank uh, you, before Rob. Where can people find you on social media? That's right, at Katrina Zish. Pretty easy. Uh, every platform, Instagram, Facebook. And Twitter at Katrina Zish, and that first name and last name, pretty straightforward. All right, and Zish, by the way, for those who want to know, is S Z I S H. There you go. Katrina, have a glorious weekend. Z is in zebra. You got it. All right, Rob. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's The Rob Carson Show. Here is what MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene has to say, and it is being corroborated. Uh, There are multiple 1023s. The one that uh, says Joe Biden got $5 million from uh, Ukrainians for for getting rid of a prosecutor. That's what it was. He got rid of the prosecutor so Hunter Biden could work at Burisma. And they did it, uh, and they they basically held a billion dollars in loan guarantees uh, over Ukraine's head. And all they had to do to get those loans was pay Joe Biden $5 million, Hunter Biden $5 million, and fire the prosecutor. That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pretty good deal, but apparently it doesn't stop there. But now we also know that there isn't just one 1023 form that the FBI possesses. There's multiple 1023. When are we going to get our hands on those? Next week. And what seems like an extremely dark day and where we are appalled, infuriated, disgusted and and just outraged over the hypocrisy of Merrick Garland bringing charges and Jack Smith bringing charges against President Trump for this document hoax. And and you're right. It's today for a reason on this 1023 form. It references two more 1023 forms. Uh And so our oversight (laughs) committee was able to read the first one today. But next week, Chairman Comer and, of course, uh, Congressman Raskin get to go in and look at two more 1023 forms. And tomorrow, subpoenas go out for more banks related to Ukraine uh, bank accounts and wire transfers. Now, the positive is nothing's going to happen to Donald Trump before the election. 
uh, maybe toward the end of the election. But I'm going to tell you, we got to throw hell at this deep state and Joe Biden and do everything to get this man taken out of office. Let's go to James in Albuquerque. James, you got about 45 seconds. My brother, go right ahead. Oh, you should give me as much time as you gave Katrina. Uh, anyway. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> hey, look, uh, uh, Republicans move like turtles. Democrats move like jackrabbits next week. We should have got them yesterday. Anyway, uh, Halperin and uh, Santorum, I don't really care for Santorum's opinion. Uh, they said Trump can't win a general election. Well, in 2020, he won the general election. I truly believe that. Because we went to bed, uh, Trump was up by millions of votes. We woke up, he was down by millions of votes. So they're using that as an excuse. Trump is, if God blesses us with Trump as the nominee, which he will, I, he'll win the general. I mean the uh, the pri- uh, primary. Yes, the the primary. Uh, the thing is with Trump, he had his chance to take out Hillary. I wish he would have at the time. That's yeah. something probably you can look back on and say, I wish I would have went after uh, Hillary. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, he can't surround himself with any of these people running against him on the primary. Do not. Put All right, I got to run, James. Family. I got to run. I gave you even more than a minute. I apologize. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 